Actually, I was kind of stirring up my reserve. Hi there, Steve Kaufman here. And today I want to continue talking about the importance of forgetting in learning vocabulary and the importance of building up a reserve. Remember, if you enjoy these videos, please subscribe, click on the bell for notifications. If you follow me on a, uh, at least a podcast service, please leave a comment. I do appreciate it. So I did a video about the importance of forgetting. Not only should we not be frustrated because we forget things, because we're going to forget things, we need to recognize that the, fa the act of forgetting is helping us build a reserve. And I'm reminded of that because I'm giving a talk on Monday to a group of lawyers in Kyiv, Ukraine about language learning. I was contacted through uh, LinkedIn probably as a result of the videos that I did uh, telling people that um, Ukrainians have free access to link, whether they're refugees in other countries or in Ukraine. By the way, the same offer is available to other refugees. They could be Afghans, Ethiopians, you name it. Through that, so I was contacted by this person, I'm going to give a talk. And I'm going to talk a bit about my experience in learning languages, obviously. And it just so happened that in order to prepare for my talk to these Ukrainians, where I'm going to speak in both Ukrainian and English, I decided to sort of refresh my Ukrainian. And what struck me was that as I was going through my mini stories in Ukrainian, you know, learning some of the basic, you know, high frequency verbs and the patterns of Ukrainian triggered the memory of other bits of Ukrainian, other expressions. So by working my mini stories, which I have done many, many times, Actually, I was kind of stirring up my reserve. And so I think it's very important that when we learn a language, and this is what I said in that previous video, we shouldn't sort of be too narrowly focused on trying to make sure that we can retrieve things, that we can remember things, that, and, and therefore we get upset if we don't remember or we can't find the word. That may not matter that much, at least in the short run or even in the medium term, what we want to do is build up our reserve. And so then I thought about how I use link. And I realized that really the links that I create, which are my yellow words, is my reserve. These are words that I have met. I know I've met them before because they're yellow. They're no longer blue, but they aren't yet white. A white word is one which I feel I know at least in a given context. It doesn't mean that I know all possible, you know, interpretations or uses of that word, nor which other words that word is used together with. But in a given context, it doesn't give me any trouble. I understand that word in that context. I get meaning out of that sentence or that paragraph. That means it's known. That's white. But the yellow words are words that I see them and I still don't know them. So they're the words that I have perhaps certainly I've seen, but I've forgotten. Maybe at one point I knew them and I've moved them back to yellow. These are words in my reserve. These are my forgotten words. The creative forgetting, l'oubli créateur, as Proust said. And it's important to have a lot of these words. So the known words, the white words, the known words are ones that I can retrieve at least passively in terms of reading and understanding. So if I look at my statistics in a language like Ukrainian, where I benefit from having learned Russian and Czech and so forth. So I have a lot of known words, almost 60,000 known words, not so many yellow words. And many of those yellow words 
are in fact words that I know that I haven't yet moved to known. So there, the reserve and the words that I can retrieve are kind of similar in number. Uh, if I were to go in French, for example, and if I were to study French at length, I would find that I would have very, you know, a far smaller number in the sort of unretrievable reserve. In other words, yellow words that are still yellow that haven't become white. On the other hand, if I go to Arabic and Persian, I see a different story. I see that in Arabic, going from memory here, I have 60,000 saved links. My reserve is enormous, but I only know 20,000 of those. And if I, having left Arabic, maybe that number is even smaller because the reserve, the forgotten words is even greater, but eventually I will activate those, uh, the words that are in my reserve in Persian, the ratio is also three to one. I have 30,000 saved links, but only 12,000 or so known words. Bearing in mind that these, the status here can change. You can have something that's known that then goes back to unknown and goes back to known. But the idea is that when you are at the stage where I am in Arabic and Persian, I have the, my reserve is three times larger than the words that I can at least understand. And that's fine. And I think the big message that I want to sort of put across here is don't worry about forgetting, considering, consider forgetting to be an important part of learning. You are building up your reserve. You need a large reserve so that eventually you can activate these words and have a, a functioning, you know, a large functioning vocabulary so that you can understand movies. You can have intelligent conversations with people. You can move in the direction of fluency. So forgetting and building up your reserve is an important part of moving towards fluency. And I'll leave you with a couple of videos that I've done in the past about memory and remembering and how that affects uh, language learning. So thank you very much for listening. Bye for now.